Hey. Hello. Hi, everybody. <laughs> it's our weekly trip down over to, uh, you know, Westeros and House of the Dragon uh, on HBO Max. And it's kicking butt and it's really sort of coming into its own. So we're going to take a talk about episode four yes. called The King of the Narrow Sea. And before we kind of get into it, let's first do our little plugs about our membership on our YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. For two ninety nine a month, you get those top four yellow things, and for four ninety nine a month, you get the yellow thing plus the red thing. So <laughs> the red thing is actually really cool because then we have to review whatever you tell us to review, and then you yeah. get a call out, and you can send us a video of you requesting, it and we'll put it in the video. But you know, that's so pretty far, sweet. And also, which is not on there, is our Slack channel, which yes. is you know, bubbling with lots of interesting conversation about movies, yeah. genre stuff, whatever. And it's a great way for us to connect one on one. And you can also throw some requests on there also. So mm -hmm. um, feel free to join our Cinemondo ever-growing family. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So okay. Episode four, let's talk about King of the Narrow Sea. Yes. And certainly it was directed by Claire Kilner, an English, a female English director. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's great that female directors are, you know, getting into the fold here, into the mix of this, yes. uh, of this series, which is. It was a good episode to bring a woman into also because it has some touchy stuff in it. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this was, this was not an episode with a lot of battles and dragons. This was much, this was about relationships within the family and the princess sort of, you know, breaking out of her, you know, her reign, her just well, terrible. She's coming pain. of age. She's, she's coming getting age. too old. She's getting right. that long in the tooth there. Like <laughs> she's 17 now. Um, and, and, and she has to, yeah. And she has to kind of look at these suitors. She has to get married. And of course there's, you know, there's one scene early on this long list of men and the first guy is probably like 80 years old or something. She's and, all like, are you kidding me with this? <laughs> And the guy right after that's like a 12-year-old boy. I love the scene with the 12-year-old boy, though, because it's funny. He comes in, and he has got this oddly deep voice, this very mature voice for a kid. And he's very serious. And then there's a guy on the side, like, heckling him, which I thought yeah. was hilarious. He's just being an asshole. Like, who heckles, like, a little kid, right? Uh, and then yeah. they get into a big tussle, and then the little kid kills the guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, and because he, like, comes, okay. he comes from this family that's very, you know, they're warriors, and uh, so they're a proud, you know, older family. So, But she had enough. She started walking. Yeah. Away before that even sort of got into it, and she yes. said, "I can't do this. This is not. I need to find my own. I have to make my own decision." It was worth a shot because there were a lot of men there, but they just weren't right. No, no. and you know, Viserys is trying to be cool about it. Like he's kind of like, "I'm going to let you pick, and I'm going to send a lot of suitors that you know that you can try that would also be politically advantageous because that is part of it. You can't just go, oh, I want to marry the next guy. I see, you, know, you got to think about." You're, you know, you're going to be the next queen and you got to think about like, you know, the kingdoms that you're bringing together and also just the attitude toward the kingdom, toward all of the um, political ongoing in the castle that isn't quite happening the way they like. So there's sort of a low morale. So we got to we got to race them around, and have a successor who's going to bring more to the table than just a name. So well, that that's a great. all get married and get pregnant. That's the whole yeah. point. <laughs> and that's a great. There's a great uh, conversation, a great scene between them later because you know after she he finds out what she did that last night. You know, well, let's he, wait. Let's get to that. Yeah. we'll get to that. Okay, let's I know. do it all good. in order. Okay. Well, one thing I'll mention about <laughs> Damon, you know, we see him come in, you know, and he's got a well, I consider a much needed haircut. But oh the, yeah, his <laughs> hair looked good now. I like. I think they actually dyed his real hair. It looked very real. <laughs> oh, so he comes in and he sort of kneels in front of the king, says, "You are my king," and uh, you know, he sort of bows down 
to him and sort of accepts his role, you know, in the kingdom, which was, it was interesting. You know, it's like, wow. I was okay, happy to see him. I want him to, you know, I want them to be nice because I love Matt Smith. I want him to be on the show more. I, I want to see him on screen a lot more. I don't like them being separate. I want him to be in the middle of the action. I don't like him being off, you know, in his own kingdom. It's not working for me. I don't like it. I want yeah. him to be there. And when he comes in, he does not disappoint because he comes in like, Oh, I'm here. I'm here to play nice, but he—he's not a play nice guy. No There's something going on there. I mean, it was an interesting line because the title of this episode is "King of the Narrow Sea." And he says, There's "I'm two King episodes of the- based on him so far, named for him." Right, the Rogue Prince, and now the King of the Narrow right. Sea. Right. So there, obviously, he's there's a game he's playing here. Um, yeah, that's for sure. So we don't know what that is, but you know, he's he's very sort of he bows down to the king. He's like, "I'm going to be nice," uh, and then shortly thereafter. He sort of meets up with uh, the princess and says, let's, you know, let's go out and uh, see the sights. That wasn't quite that simple. She walked into (laughs) her room and she sees a pile of clothes. Right. Like, why is this here? One night she goes in there. Then she sees a note and has a little map. Right. Of a secret door, like secret passageway she didn't know about. So she's like, what? So she gets these kind of trashy clothes. These are kind of like peasants clothes. And she goes through this hallway and then at the very end of this hallway she sees damon standing there and he's like right let's go out (laughs) so she puts on her disguise which looks like a little peasant boy right and uh they go down into the the depths of king's landing which i guess is flea bottom correct right and it's sort of you know you're you're seeing all this sort of the people that are just you know it's almost like going into this crazy carnival there's all kinds of burning man basically (laughs) burning man down there right (laughs) and so she's kind of like excited about it like nobody knows who she is and she's sort of like having fun fun. there's like fireworks and there's flames and dancing and she's completely away from the shackles of uh you know being behind the keep as they say and being the queen and everyone like you know watching what they say and what they do around her and you know it was it was really like he gave her a little taste of freedom of like yes. having a moment to be you know some someone no one cares about that you can just go and do what you want it was a nice it was like it i like actually really cool i love they were holding hands it was very sweet <laughs> It was really like, oh, listen, they're connecting, and it's yep. like, oh, good for you, Damon. You know, he came good, in and he's being a cool guy. He's being a good uncle. He's being a good really, uncle. He's, no, not, he's a good not a good uncle. He's a little too good. Yeah. So, so he takes. Uh, he can't her, resist. He's he like, her, okay, she's liking it. Let's yeah. go into the little extra level now. Let's go to my hang. You know, let's go down <laughs> to you know where the orgies happen. You know, the pleasure rooms and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And so she's you know seeing all kinds of sex and naked people doing their stuff, and uh, he's just walking her through, saying, "This is, you know, people like to fuck." Part this you know, is what it is. Yeah. And also, it's like I, what I love too is that he got extra like ballsy because he he had them take off their costumes, so now everyone knew who they were. Right. So here is. You know, Damon and the, the you know Renaris, everybody's like, oh, they're kind of pointing, you know. Right. Everyone recognizes them and they're in the middle of this. Right. <laughs> it was like he just you know, what was it sabotage? Was it just like just own it? You know, like I can't tell. I'm not sure quite what his motivation was. I, I don't get I didn't get his motivation either, which is interesting because like you know, what can this do other than just get the king pissed? Because sooner or later somebody will you know, maybe see that and that's kind of what happened. But it's like what what is the ultimate game for him? I, I wonder I if it's you know, he ultimately wants the throne. I mean, everything he's doing, I feel like, is ultimately leading to he wants the power. And I don't know if like taking her down there, he's like corrupting because it's different for men and women. You know, him being down there, no one cares. But if you bring the woman down in there, 
he could ruin her chances at being taken seriously as a queen. So I'm thinking like he was trying to kind of ruin her reputation in yeah. a way. But right. at the same time, I think he was genuinely wanting to get it all with the queen. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, this is, uh, you know, incest is part of this family. And so there's a scene where, you know, he sort of, or they both sort of mutually uh, start kissing and it gets kind of hot and heavy. Yeah. But then he breaks it off, you know, like yeah. before it gets to, you know, goes too, too far. I couldn't uh, decide if he did it intentionally or was he impotent because he had that moment before they kind of foreshadowed it a little bit. I don't know if he had a moment and then was just like, no, this is wrong. Or did he kind of go, oh, I can't go through with it. Like he has all kinds of issues. Yeah. I mean, you can look <laughs> at it he backed ways. away, but he kind of just left her hanging. Basically. Yeah, you can, you can look at it like this is all part of the grand scheme, yeah. and I was never going to go all the way, and it was just like you know somebody's going to see this and report back, which is what happens. A little boy, see, uh, you know, kind of little birds, to, even now, yeah, and they yeah. uh, they go to Otto, and Otto, you know, tells the king. So anyway, that's kind of the upshot of what that happened. Uh, well, it, it it then set into motion the next sequence of events was she gets back and she's all hot and bothered. She's like, "Wow, this is like a revelation. <laughs> like I never felt like this before. What is happening?" So guess who's just nearby? Yeah, her her knight, and you know Kristen Cole, who yeah. you know is has bigger aspirations. You know, it's like he's wanting to bring honor to his family, the Cole House of Cole or whatever. Um, he's being seduced by this young, you know, potential queen. Right. Um, right. And he's just adorable, and he doesn't want to. But I have to say that where she's slowly peeling off his armor was very well done, like very sensual. Yeah. You could see not only was it the armor, it was like his resistance exactly. with him. It was a beautiful scene, it and was. you know, and I did feel like she was a little confident for someone who hadn't had sex before. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, she was no, the aggressor, but it's also you know she's the queen or the she's the future queen or the princess. Yeah, but she was a little expert. I was getting yeah. wonder about that. I don't yeah. know. I felt a little like mm, learned, but that's okay. Maybe, maybe there's you know, a you fast. <laughs> you don't live very long here. But I did think that was interesting. And I, you know, and you, and that, that sort of been simmering for a while. I mean, right. you oh, wanted, okay. you wanted that as much as she did. It's like the previous on, scene right? where they were camping out in the woods is like, is this one's going to happen? But it didn't, you know, so, so it's been, it's been like a, a shipping situation. Um, and then what I love too, is like the next day, the little, the, um, doctor <laughs> comes in and he goes here's a potion you yeah. should probably take this it's like they all kind of know right. i guess it's sort of like a plan b kind of potion where she, right. in case she's right. pregnant because think about it what if she got pregnant with the knights baby i mean she's yeah. got to move fast like if she wants to try and lay this on whoever she's about to marry who we don't that's not even in play yet like if she got yeah. pregnant right now that would be disaster <laughs> it would be it, it would be, be bad so the yeah. potion's probably the way to go <laughs> Right, right. So that's kind of like that. Then, of course, you know, the king finds out and is just, you know, furious, just beyond him. Like, so irresponsible, seriously. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I don't so blame she, him for being pissed. So, yeah. So he has it out with her and, and says, you know, this, this, you have, you've got to think about your responsibilities. You've got to think about what this means to you and to the throne and to our family and to, you know, King's Landing. Well, she needs else. to get her shit together. Like she's acting like a little kid. She doesn't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. It's like, look, you wanted to be the successor. You wanted to be the queen. This is it. This yeah. is it. Like right. I'm tired of waiting for you. You're going to marry the sea snake's son. That's right. it. Done. It's right. done. You're just doing it. And she's all yeah. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, you know, and also to juxtapose to him, they kept, they kept showing him with um, his queen, 
and it yes. wasn't exactly hot and it was you know, <laughs> oh, she was doing her duty and it was her own yeah prison. yeah and, you know, she was kind of sent there by Otto, you know her her uh, right. father right. and so she was just literally a pawn just put in there and then right. she's just like Ugh, getting pregnant again and right. i was wondering too after you know they had that terrible sex scene which is <laughs> painful to watch yeah. and then and by the way have you noticed the pet tapestries in these rooms I have not. Are they? Are they really? Uh, <laughs> They're incredibly pornographic. I'm no kidding. Like, oh, I have to say. So I'm thinking it's like a fertility thing, but yeah, they're they're like full on orgy. Oh, wow. graphic depictions like Craig hands grabbing. Oh. It's insane. Take a look at the, the okay, tapestry, you guys. I'll put a little screen cap. Not for kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so they show a scene of her the next day, and she's very conspicuously drinking from this little cup. And yeah. I was wondering, like, does she also get a morning after drink? Because it seemed like she was like, I don't want to. Like, there was this moment where she just did not want to get pregnant again. And you right. can see her laying there going, fuck, I don't want yeah. this again. No, I think that was the, that's what I picked up from that scene. I'm getting like, that. So she's like yeah. over it also. <laughs> right, right, right. It's just uh, unfortunate for what they have to deal with, you know, like, uh, especially her, you know, just like Sarah's a nice guy, but he's got all these boils and stuff, you know, on, on his body. <laughs> well, like, because he's getting cut to shit by the throne, which the supposedly the throne does that to people who aren't supposed to be the king. It's supposed to be yeah. kind of like, you know, you're right. not resistant to the throne so he's not he's a nice guy and he seems like he wants to do the right thing but he is not cut out for this but also what he does is finally the smart thing even though i felt a little bad is that killing the messenger when Otto tells him about what Rhaenerys is doing, he all of a sudden the light bulb goes off and goes, "Oh my God, you set this whole thing up. You sent me your daughter. The whole right. I can't trust you. What the hell? All you had yeah. did was aspirations to the throne all right. along. Right. So he was like, "Bye," and takes yeah. the little hand of the king off of him. And yes. Like, whoa, dude, yeah. overplay. <laughs> well, you know what? That's a king's move. I mean, yeah. that's the move you do if you're if you're really me. king. What's that? He did it elegantly. <laughs> he did. He, he just did. Wants, he the kingdom owes you a debt that can never be repaid. Right, Sorry, right, you're fired. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that was um, it. Was what he had to do, and yeah. um, then what the next thing he had to do was to confront his brother. You know, and yeah. for what happened there, and that was that's a big. That scene. Was another great scene. Yeah. Oh, and my Matt Smith face down, drunk as hell. Yeah. And he's all like, you know, about to cut his throat, going, I hate you. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Why do you have to be this way? And the thing <laughs> is, if he would just get his shit together, he's like the the brother who just can't quite get it together and is just a total waste. And everybody, you can't trust the guy. You know, he imagine this guy on the throne. How chaotic would it be? <laughs> oh my God, he's like he's Roman insane. in the succession. <laughs> you know, oh, he's a, he he's totally that, is just like that one. You know, <laughs> if they had him, he'd be sending dictates. There's no way he would not. So I, you know, this wasn't the big battle scene stuff, but I love the the behind the oh. scenes talky, all these these pieces being moved into place. I like this. I mean, that, well, that's and I it was juicy. It was there was I, a lot I, going on. I had I a lot think, to do with you know choice and reproductive rights, but still, <laughs> I think House of the Dragon so far. I mean, there have been some really great action scenes, but ultimately, it is about the family. It is a kind of a chamber yeah. piece. It's it's you know interior, uh, you know, yeah. political movements here and there, that kind of stuff. You know, what are what are what's everybody's uh, reason for doing what they're doing? Yeah. So this was per this was great. This was really you know the princess's storyline. What 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 is she turning into, yeah. and what the king does, and what they so, so it's all about the family. This one. And it felt really solid of like you see these these this slow motion train wreck happening and yeah. it's really feeling like more and more like you know clear that this is just a big huge collision about to happen. And I loved seeing that, like the whole thing with you know the night, 
you know, her out there being seen in that, you know, den of, in, you know, <laughs> of sensuality. Right. You want to yeah. call it. It's like, yeah. and you know, Damon playing his hand and showing who he really is again, showing his ass, like as always, you know, the king yeah. for a second trusting him. And you just yeah. know that Viserys is just not looking good for him. Every time they show him, it's like he's looking worse and worse. And I he love was, Patty. This actor, so good. Patty like, Considine so is good, good in everything. Oh you know, he's done a lot of Edgar Wright <laughs> films, and he and he's just he brings so a, a certain pathos to his character. Sort of, he you really feel does. sort of like always. He's a little bit pathetic, but you yeah. also like him. And you feel sorry for him. And exactly what the king is. And when you have somebody like Matt Smith, who has it's exactly the opposite. He's just powerful. You know. <laughs> Hunky guy that's just ready to, you know, pounce. Yeah. And so it's all about his game mm -hmm. to get the throne. And well, who's really he going to manipulate to get to get there? You know? I'm just dreading. I feel like he's sort of the Ned Stark. Like I'm just dreading what's going to happen to him because he's too nice and too honorable to last very long. And I just feel like the the ending for him is going to be just awful. Well, and I hope he makes it. But you know. Hey. But the way these time jumps are happening, because we were having every episode seems to jump, which I like in a way, but I sort of, I would still like to kind of sit with some of these plot lines for a little longer, but I know there's only so many episodes, but I feel hey. like eventually we're going to jump ahead to where he's going to be gone. Well, and also we'll have different. We're going to have different uh, yes. actresses in for you know the queen and princess. So that happens, I think, after episode five. So I think we have one more. Oh, and then it's going to we're going to loop up uh, whatever, maybe ten years or something. That makes Who me knows? think that this might be the end because you know Venerys <laughs> now he's gotten rid of his hand. He's going to force the wedding of you know Sea Snake's son, who's no slouch. He's super hot, also. So don't worry, <laughs> Venerys, you're all right. <laughs> so you're okay, right. except it's also incest. But whatever. Um, right. but that's the, you know, you feel like those pieces are happening, but what's going to happen with Viserys? I, I, it just doesn't look good. It might be, we might, it might be a Ned Stark, you know, episode, <laughs> five, episode five, he goes, but who knows, you know, the, 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 maybe, maybe he'll surprise or maybe the show will surprise us. But anyway, <laughs> the fact that we have some empathy for him is great because mm -hmm. that's yeah. what you need for this to work. Yeah. He's yeah. no Joffrey. That's for sure. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> I guess Matt Smith's more Joffrey-esque because he's kind of just clueless and doesn't give a shit and he's just out of control he's not as mean as joffrey intentionally mean but he definitely has his issues and he really wants that throne so he's the guy that uh is the uh the antagonist for sure definitely yeah. <laughs> it's like but they have matt smith who's so good in it also because you're you're still kind of rooting for him even though he's a total disaster <laughs> I think everybody's good. Reeves, Reeves Ifans, who plays Otto, yep. is great. He's always played sort of comical characters. You know, I've seen yeah. him in funny, goofy stuff. And this yeah. him is very, very serious, very stoic, you know, you know, holding his cards behind his back. So it's kind of, that's kind of cool too. So it's a good cast for sure. And I'm anxious, you know, I'm glad they already have a female director in here. Like it took, in Game of Thrones, I think had one or two, its entire run in really? writers and directors. So already wow. this first season has two female directors and, this director had also done a lot of TV, like Alienist, Debris, Mosquito Coast. So she's she's done drama, but she's done a lot of comedy, romantic mm -hmm. comedies. So I think in a way she almost brought a little bit of that. Not that it was funny, but she brought that that sort of lighter sensual touch to what was happening. So you were not totally grossed out when this shit was going down with Daenerys and Damon. So it was right. like unlike, you know, Circe and <laughs> and uh what's his name? Seriously, and uh, oh, you're talking Game of Thrones. Oh uh, no, it's, it's the first episode, dude. You watched it. <laughs> oh. Anyway, so those two together was like, ooh, gross. Ah, and then when you see Damon and and Renaris, you're like, oh, yeah, okay. 
It's still, it's still definitely, you know, it's, it's, um, I'm happy just as far as watching the show that he does yeah. sort of break it off before they get too far yeah. and go all the way. Exactly. So, but you know, it was a really, it was for that episode. It sort of set, sets you up for the, the half, the end of the halfway point of the, of the season, mm-hmm. which is next yeah. week. So yeah. there's going to be some climactic stuff, some things coming to a head right. here before we, I think we time jump to the new actresses yeah. and kind of like maybe five, 10 years down the road or whatever it will be. So exciting yeah. to watch. So it's, it's very a, cool. A great show. If you haven't right. watched it again, I'll say this. I didn't watch Game of Thrones except for the first couple episodes. If you haven't watched Game of Thrones, you can just start. Watch these four episodes. Yeah. Watch the whole series. It, it, you don't need Game of Thrones backstory. Obviously, there's Easter eggs in there, but you don't need to watch it. It so. can stand on its own. I mean, there, like I said, there's Easter eggs and some backstory that's actually four story. But you know, you're basically starting before Game of Thrones, so you don't have to worry about having to catch up. Right. You know, it's it actually would work to watch them in this order. <laughs> And it's fun to, after you watch it with us, you know, we can kind of do a recap. And, and of course, you tell us in the comments what you thought about the episode. And uh, we'll take a look and and we'll keep doing this. It's fun. All right. Okay. See you next time. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.